You're here to serve me. Yeah, but you I want you. this dollar and a half dinner, but I want to make a couple of little changes. Ask him about it. Uh, no. Could you take the carrots out and only peas? No, the ca carrots and the peas is together, and takes two <laughs> men to pick the pick the carrots out. Then when I bring the peas, you want the carrots in it. I don't like carrots. I can't stand. Don't eat them. Just pick out the peas. Take it or leave it. We are live. JW Megalike Show. I am your host, the Candyman. And tonight, you're in for a special comedic treat. Got some fresh tunes coming your way. We got our very own Pam Benjamin here firing up the grill outside for our open mic. At 6 o'clock, which I always refer to as the comedy battle going on at 6. Um, this week was a scorcher. Band Shell was on fire. Some fun bands uh, playing out in Golden Gate Park. It's happening every Wednesday and Friday, 4 to 7. And this week was great. They had Carly Mari, the Seagulls, and John and the Baptists. It was the perfect day. Really nice. And there's more movement downtown that I've seen in a long time. We are getting geared up for the uh, a nice weekend of some fun events and the comedy community radio comedy festival here coming up in October. Parkside. If I go to Parkside this weekend, there'll be three times, three weekends in a row that I've been to Parkside. Yeah, it's really fun. So, tomorrow night, there's going to be a nice lineup. Uh, a couple of these guys are cross paths with, and uh, a couple bands, like just random places, really fun. Sunk Lightning, that is my Candyman theme. We're going to be having a special comedic guest here. Shortly, I wanted to play... This band, Dark Satellite, and it's been yeah, it's fun just running into people on the street, and be like, "Oh, you're in a band? I'm in a band too!" And it's starting to happen again. And so this song is called Dark Satellite. This song is called Betty and Alice. Spotify. Waiting for that Spotify to kick in. Dark Satellite, Muni Radio FM.
That is Dark Satellite. Catch them tomorrow at the Parkside. It's going to be a fun show. There's going to be a lot of other really rocking bands on that list as well. Um, yeah. And any that just tuning in, we are getting geared up here for the comedy battle open mic after the show. Pam has got the uh, the barbecue going outside. You could smell it from a mile away. Yeah, it so may not be. Two and three and yeah, they did. That's what they did. That's what they do. Instead of fixing the problem, they just change it. These uh, got people walking by saying it smells so good. Yeah, that's uh, ribs. I got the technique. You know, I'm uh, I'm good with the timing of the ribs. <laughs> so you gotta flip them every ten minutes. But it depends on what size grill you're using. I mean, I know this grill. It's this little Smoky Joe. One time, <laughs> Smoky at, Joe. At one time at Thanksgiving, I did a whole turkey on it. I took out its backbone. And uh, <sighs> yeah, I ended up using a lot of tinfoil because it was too big to put the top on. So I had to cover it in tinfoil and then put the top on top of that. And um, it was amazing. And it got all, it smoked. We had, I had to change the coals like three times. But it was delicious, and we had a huge. We had a, it was a great Thanksgiving because we had a, a band playing too. There, um, they're like a calliope band or something like that. They're like down south, like bayou band. You oh, know, nice! Like, like washboard shit, rock. right? Nice. Yeah. And uh, and we were I had, we had smoked turkey. It was like, why? What is happening with our lives? Anyway, I love that little. I love that little. Smoky Joe, that little tiny Coleman grill, and it's, it's, you know, it's just falling apart, but not yet. It still works, and I will use it. I will use something until it doesn't work, and then it would be fun to grill it in a hole in the ground or, you know, with sticks or something. I don't know. We'll see what happens in the apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, that's so great to have that small yeah. of a barbecue. Just bring it anywhere. You put it in your backpack. I, I just leave it here. But, um, yeah, I love grilling here at the station. And, you know, I was gone for a month, so I didn't get to use my food stamps. And so I've just been, like, getting ribs like crazy. Why not? Feed the masses. Feed so the masses. So your trip, I mean, I've seen the pictures of your trip. It looked yeah. awesome. I didn't, I didn't photo dump too much. Um, I don't know. But, um, yeah, it was amazing. It was, uh, was life-changing. It was inspirational. And um, I hadn't traveled in three years, and I, and I got the opportunity to do that. So that was amazing. And the, the place didn't burn down. So that was great. And I came back. I was like, oh, look. It's like I never left. Fantastic. Yeah, and it's hard, you know, running six shows a week. It's a lot of work. But hey, you know, Viva Mutiny Radio. And, the, and it's just to keep spaces for the... For the comedy festival, because I need venues, you know, for that week of shows. But they're all up. They're all on the, the Eventbrites are all made. They're on the SF Fun Cheaps. They're, I've notified everyone that, indeed, these are your shows. I, everyone should be happy. All the out-of-towners got three shows apiece. All the That's in-towners awesome. got two. Some of them got three. Yeah. And there's a little bit of wiggle room for some different people. And, um, yeah, it's going to be great this year. I'm able to pay all my showrunners 
and we have a, a bunch of really cool master classes that are going to be taught during the days here. And we've got the block party, which is going to be with the city, and the permits are through, and everything's amazing. That's officially and approved, huh? Yeah, well, no way. It's in I a just way, wet my pants yeah. a little bit back they here. They told us that, that we're preparing for it. It'll all come through. Don't worry. Um, and I'm excited for that too. That's going to be great. I don't know what we're going to do yet, but it'll be fantastic. I have 40 comics booked, so that's good. That's exciting. Uh, and then we'll see what music we want on the other end and what we're going to do, how it's all going to work out. I'm going to talk to the Sheriff of Truth, LaToya, who's with Livable City, and we're going to kind of go through like what we think should happen. On the Phoenix Day, that's the 16th, a Sunday, and it's a block party, and it's going to be so awesome. That is October 16th. Anyone? It's free, too. Yeah, it's, just, it's just a city. The city is doing it, and they're promoting it, and there's going to be comedians and... I don't know what else, but it's going to be amazing bands and it's just, it's community. And there's a couple different block parties happening during that day in a couple different neighborhoods and we're one of them. So that's exciting. That's exciting. Yeah. Everyone just tuning in right now. We got Pam Benjamin here in the box. Hi. She holds it down here. Just got back from a trick trip. We got this comedy festival coming up yeah. um, in October. October. We got this uh, 9th through 16th, 9th through the 16th yeah. in the, there's going to be master classes. There's going to be a big Com block party. The comedy crawl is going to be a lot of fun too on Friday the 14th. If you do the comedy crawl, it's only 30 bucks. It's three shows that are all walking distance from each other and you get a free t-shirt. You get a festival t-shirt so that you can be demarcated as part of the comedy crawl. And so we started Baby Blues Barbecue where best barbecue in town, totally delicious. And then across the street, we have El Rio. And then we're going to the bar on Dolores, which is just around the corner. So we're just going to do a little comedy crawl, a bunch of different shows on one night. It's going to be amazing. That's going to be on Friday night. And how much fun. And other nights you can actually just crawl from one. Like on Wednesday, there's a show here at the station at 7. And then there's one at Madam Racecar at 8.30. So do both shows. Come on. Come to the station and then go over there and have a swanky drink. So that's – it's – um. There's all kinds of things happening. I'm so excited and yay. I'm really yeah, I'm really excited uh, for the the festival coming up and 7 years. 7 yeah, the 7th festival. I know, it's kind of amazing. I I mean and that was one of the things that I came back with um from my holidays was a, an overwhelming feeling of self-worth that I hadn't really embraced in the past. And it's like, I mean, I've done a lot here I, in the past 15 years since I've lived in San Francisco. And um, I'm coming up on my 15-year anniversary of living here. It's October 4th, I believe. And then um, in January 2023, I'll have, I'll have been the director of Mutiny Radio for, since, for 10 years, since 2013. So it's, you know, I've... It's good. Like I, I've, I've realized. Okay, this is, this is worth. This is what I've done. This is the value in the community, and, and I, I hope that it can maintain. And I hope that, you know, we'll be here past twenty twenty three. I, I hope that those grants come through. It'll be exciting. Um, but you know, if they don't, this has also been a great run, of like, and I feel really good about like what I've done here with Mutiny Radio and, and how I've affected the the culture and the landscape or the land the cultural landscape of San Francisco. 
And San Francisco is changing, and I get it. And if it's outgrowing, if or if mutiny is... Either way, if mutiny is no longer a great fit for San Francisco, no worries, it's cool. We'll find whatever weird place you need to go to, like... But I don't, I don't know. The city... But it's coming back here from being abroad, like... Our city is apocalyptic. It's in trouble. Like, it's the disparity that I see on the street and the the vocality that of the people that are on that are questionably housed there things are happening and people are getting brazen and it's scary and I didn't feel that way when I was in the EU um there wasn't any poop on the street there were no one asked me for shorts I didn't see anybody I didn't see anybody shooting up on the street. I mean, here I've already been propositioned for sex like 12 times and I've seen people shooting up on the street. I've seen people smoking. The very first thing that happened when I got on the BART getting off the fucking airplane, a guy was smoking off foil in the fucking BART and I'm a car. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm back. Yeah. Well, happy 420 to everyone out there listening yeah. in. Nothing. You got, some, you got some great stories. I mean, you've, you've seen a lot. Yeah. Not that I'm like adverse to people wanting to smoke crack or whatever the fuck is smoking <laughs> on the. Just do you, do you have to do it on the Bart car or I don't know. Like I, I don't know what the etiquette is, but San Francisco is falling the fuck apart, and it's and one of my new things is I'm like I don't want to complain anymore, and I'm not complaining about San Francisco. It's just an observation that. You know, I wasn't ever propositioned for sex work on my holidays, and I've been propositioned like 12 times. What what vibe am I giving off that says sex worker vibe? Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm giving off some kind of sex worker vibe. Not sure why. Huh. Or if it's just guys just subjugating women on the street again. I, I don't know. I have no idea. Are they different I, neighborhoods, or does it seem to be kind of a similar spot? pretty much... Uh, the, the, this week has been mostly tenderloin. <laughs> But it's happened in this neighborhood before, too. Anyway, it's, it's weird value and worth and, and what's the point. And, I, and San Francisco's fucking scary, dude. It's, I'm, uh, I'm nervous for it here. But everything, I mean, and then that's why I keep thinking, oh, you know, if I have to live out the end times, where do I want to do it? Not in San Francisco where it's super expensive. I want to live out the end times in fucking Greece, man. <laughs> I remember seeing that. I mean, you could get a place for pretty cheap out there, huh? Yeah, I can buy an apartment. Um, it's possible, which is, like, mind-blowing and exciting. And I, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But I also love it here. I don't want to get it twisted. I mean, I love San Francisco. And I just, I, I'd like to stay here. But I can't, after the pandemic and everything's back to normal, I can't. I can't beg people for money to keep the place alive. Either the either the the grants come through and it's like, all right, that's fucking rad, or they don't, and then it's like, oh well. Because ten years is a long time. Ten though. years is a long time, and to take it from where I wasn't getting paid to now, I pay myself. Like to get it to a place where it was hemorrhaging money, um, to where it it actually. You know, there's no debt on it, and it's not coming out of my pocket. It's sustaining itself and paying me. So 
you know, it's a success. I mean, but also <laughs> it's kind of an albatross, you know, it's like, what would, how amazing would it be if I didn't have a responsible, the responsibility of a storefront lease and all that goes along with it month, every month, you know, of generating that income. What if, what if that wasn't part of my thought process at all? What would that be like? Like, whoa. Well, I feel like you, now that you've been doing this for 10 years, that you might have that just engraved in you. That if you, if you didn't have to, to think about the upfront thing, that would be a pretty huge stress relief, I think. Yeah, it's just money is always an issue. And, and, um, and I love art and I love doing art. And, I, and it's one of those things where, you know, I'll either get a grant and the city will say, yes, the art that you contribute is important. Or they won't give it to me, and it'll be like, all right, I see where their priorities lie. It's not with free speech. It's not with whatever I'm doing. Maybe, And then maybe I have to look at myself and be like, maybe I'm not doing what I think I'm doing. You know, like maybe I'm kind of delusional. And that is also absolutely possible that I could be completely crazy my my mind is very flexible and it can hold all kinds of disparate thought some of which exists in this reality some of it doesn't like i believe that i'm dating my sourdough starter gary and he talks to me sometimes all right i can hold that in my brain uh hmm. i mean that's a that's that is a pejoratively nutballs thing to think but it's fun like i also think when I'm sometimes when I'm walking down the street or I was sitting under the karaoke letter, the karaoke thing the other day. And I thought, Oh, everyone's looking at me because I, I look so cute tonight. And I was convincing myself that that was the case, but no, it's because <laughs> I was sitting underneath the karaoke lyrics. The lyrics. Yeah. So everybody was looking at me, which was awesome. And I knew what it really was, but I convinced myself that they were all looking at me because I look great tonight. And you know, yeah, I'm being silly or whatever, but it's just a mindset. So, I'm sure there's some people looking, you know. Yeah, it's people looking. But like Which karaoke spot was it? Uh it was Tuesday at Neck of the Woods. I just decided oh, to fine. go. I just really wanted to sing some karaoke. I was terrible. I sang a song I'd never sung before and it was so out of my range. It was um Stevie Wonder's Part Time Lover. It was completely <laughs> not anywhere near my range. Um kind of a nightmare but yeah anyways i'm delusional enough to think that i'm talented enough that people want to listen to me sing karaoke that's a delusional thought that's a crazy thought like no one wants to listen to karaoke i mean i love karaoke but also it's you know it's it's amazing it's the only thing you can do where the harder you try the better you are and yeah. if you suck, you're still good because you're trying. Because you, the measure of a good karaoke is your level of trying. Your level of it's not your level of accomplishment. It's your level of input. And that there's nothing. There's no other thing you can do where if you go bowling, you can put in a lot of effort and you can have very little payoff. You can just like every time get a gutter ball, no matter how hard you're trying. Right? There is a way to absolutely fail. Uh, anything else like anything like if you go to the batting cages 
I mean, that's fucking fun and shit, but are you going to be super successful? Like, I don't know, probably not. <laughs> um, I haven't been to a batting cage in a long time. So fun, right? So fun. The next day your arms hurt and you're like, what the fuck? It was the batting cages. Uh, but there's anything that you try, there, you're never going to have the, the, the input and the output at least equaling each other. But that it can exponentially. The harder you try, you can be exponentially better. Like if you do a dance break. I mean, I have a karaoke injury. It's, it's <laughs> How do you do that? Crowd surfing? I was in Mexico and I was doing the dance break on separate ways by journey and I the floor was slippery and I accidentally like fell into the splits in a way I wasn't ready to do and I pulled something called the hidden hamstring and it's it basically what connects the back of your knee to the bottom of your butt and it's still it's still not healed it sucks but I'll always remember that karaoke moment of you know, maybe maybe there is trying too hard. <laughs> you gonna play some music? I'm sorry. No, no, I'm no, no. So I, I definitely want to come back and um, hear about it. More stories. I need to flip my. I need to flip my ribs. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so we're yeah. gonna flip the ribs. We're gonna play uh, this local band, Treasures with a V. That's T, as in Tom. R as in Rhino. E as in Elephant. A, as in Apple. S as in Sam. V as in Victor. R-E. And they're going to be playing tomorrow at the Parkside as well. It is going to be a massive rager. It's going to be so much fun. I actually haven't even heard this song. This is called Letting Nature Run Its Course. Huh. Be interesting. Can you imagine Karyo giving this song?
That is Treasure, live Mutiny Radio, local rock and roll, fresh off the grill here. We are grilling up some ribs outside. We're getting geared up for a long, fun weekend. Uh, got the comedy battle open mic after the show. We have a last cafe tomorrow. Monday we have the joke workshop. Tuesday is um, OMG, which if you have not been to OMG, you should see it. There's something about it. It's got this really warm, homey feeling. It's on uh, 6th and Mission. That's right sandwiched in between Market and Mission Street. Come by and watch some people tell some funny jokes. Lots of funny people coming around those parts. Um, also, uh, we got uh, Michael and Annie Richards going to be playing at the Hotel Utah on Thursday. The 15th, um, just there's always something to do now that we're back and rolling again. Whew, I remember I was in Hayes Valley over this week, whopping 96 degrees. Couldn't even hear myself think, but winding down the uh, the scorching week with a Nice little 70, 69 degree weather here rolling into the weekend. I wanted to play uh, this local band um, or someone who actually played at Lunchbox earlier today. Um, that is on the Salesforce Tower Park and is hosted by Trixie Rasputin themselves. And there was an um, artist that played today, May Powell. She was accompanied by Garrett Barley uh, on the rooftop. I like to try to make those very fun. So if you work downtown, want to take a little lunch break, just wander on to the Salesforce Park and for some live some live tunes. And there's always something good going on there. I actually been getting down. I've been getting uh, going out and dancing on my lunch break. It's pretty fun. All right, so this uh, local band or local artist, May Powell, this song is called Yellow Flower.
That is May Powell here floating through the Remuti Radio airwaves. That was uh, quite relaxing. Yeah, just played the uh, lunchbox today. And yeah, those are every Friday. We are lighting up some incense and getting some grilling going on the road for the... Uh, Incense and ribs. Wow. How high ribs. I that is Pam tell. Benjamin here. Hi. So great to have you back. Thanks. So um, back. I know might have mentioned a little bit about the uh, mobile podcasting. I've been messing around with, driving around with a Seize Candy sign on the top. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to eat a piece of this Seize Candy. Oh, yeah. I love this stuff. Yeah. So that's that's um, cool. Um, so with the, uh, the Seize Candies fundraising... Um, that is going to be kicking off here pretty soon. And so I was, uh, actually on an, in an Uber 2016, 2016. And, um, I was in one of those little Uber pools or whatever. And I was talking to someone and they lived in this neighborhood and they had said that this neighborhood has a really great comedy scene. And it was so funny because I didn't put it together. And then later on when I met you, I was like, holy shit, they were talking about Mutiny Radio. <laughs> 2016. Fuck amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's so, it's it's great to be able to give people and artists this uh, this platform and have a place to express themselves and work on their shitty jokes. And Miss Candy is fantastic. Yeah. I love Miss Candy. I had a dream... Once when I was about to get married and I went, I was trying on wedding dresses and I opened up my wedding dress thing and it looked like a C's candy dress. It looked like Mary C. Oh, it was right. a white, like frumpy bodice brought thing and, and a big black bow in the front. Holy shit. And I was, and it looked like a C's candy dress and I was like, oh my God. And my mom said, this is what you wanted. And it was in my dream, and I'll never forget it. It was so vivid. And I, I mean, I love Seize Candy. Should be able to get you a Seize Candy's outfit. Oh my God. I should dress up as Mary C for fucking Halloween. That would be fucking bomb. You'd do it. It would make no sense. And no one would know. Well, they'd know. I'd... Anyway, I love Seize Candy. Life is good. Life is sweet. Life is Candy's a here. sweet story. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, comedy. 
That's great that people thought I was good back in 2016. as when I had only been doing comedy for five years. So Yeah, I mean, the, the neighbors seem to be really supportive of everything and even saying that they think that our neighborhood has a, a great comedy scene. And I've seen a lot of people, you know, maybe come in here, some comedians come in here and do their first or second set. Oh, yeah. And some of them are at the punchline now. Yeah. Well, and um, the the neighbors here, they just, uh, it's consistency. They just, they come back. Every Friday has just been so fun. You never know. I mean, there's going to be enough comics, so comics are, can be their own audience, whether they want to admit that or not. Some of them don't like to admit that they can be each other's audience. They're like, it's not worth it. I'm just there to tell jokes. Get out. It's like, or you can be cool. You could just not be an asshole. That's fine too. But not <laughs> that that it's fine. I let everybody. I'm. I have a whole new attitude about uh, everything. It's like it doesn't matter. It's everything is fine. Everything is great. I'm busy enough. I'm not jealous of people's stage time. Everyone's getting their shows. I've got enough going on. Like I don't need. I'm cool. Everything's cool. I have enough. I like getting booked. I like getting booked more. But right now, things are great. I got the festival coming up. I mean, I'm working really hard on that. I've got, I've got comedy shows. I've got things happening. I've got a couple different bookings here and there. But whatever. I've got six shows a week. So isn't that, a, that's enough. Like, wow, that's a lot. So I'm, I'm just valuing myself differently and seeing things through a different lens and perspective. And I think I was really trying to impress some people that, there's no point in trying to impress them. We're not even, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Ah! So all of, all of that as a perspective has been really neat because I can not take things so personally and, and have fun doing comedy. Like I'm having so much fun in this past week, two weeks since I've been back. Just going to open mics, listening to people's jokes, deciding what I'm going to do doing it sometimes it's been really great <laughs> sometimes it's been terrible but it's also been great all of it so i mean i'm constantly learning and having fun and that's the most important thing that, that's it we're all gonna die soon and i'm just hoping not to die and <laughs> have so much fun while i'm not dying and that's it like I, a few more free drinks would be great, but come on, Milk Barth, give me, throw me, throw me, throw me a bone, motherfuckers. This week, I mean, I was I there twice. I can't remember, but boy, are there. Connor's doing that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connor Marshall. Um, but it's, it, uh, whatever. Everything is great. Life is incredible, <laughs> and come to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, and um, yeah 87 comics from all over the place it's a lot it's a big puzzle to put together that is october 9th through 16th 9th through the 16th yeah and eight days this year the longest ever eight, eight days, days for our seventh annual and um you know i couldn't be happier i i mean life is fucking good man and i know that everything's falling apart but kind of not <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, together so, any other questions about the festival or what's happening or anything? Yeah, so I know you got these six shows. I, I mean, six shows a week. How do you even do oh, that? Oh, that's just what's happening right now. Like um, Monday, <laughs> Monday and Friday at six here. 
Tuesday at 6, OMG, Wednesday at 7 at Baby Blues, and then 8 o'clock on Thursdays. And then Baby Saturdays Blues. every Saturday at 2 o'clock at Atlas. But no, it's just consistency. It's just every week doing the shows and just just a lot of open mics. And then, um, you know, for the festival, <laughs> it's, it's like that just in hyperspeed because all of the venues have shows at them every night. So, like, OMG has a show at 7 o'clock every night of the week instead of just Tuesdays and Sundays. So anyways, yeah. I'm really super excited about all of it. I think it's going to be amazing. That's really fun. I'm really enjoying your uh, new non-binary jokes. I, oh, thank you. They're really good. Um, I want to, speaking of that, I was going to play a um, a band, a local band called Gumby's Junk. <laughs> and talking about breaking down the binary. Yeah, you can't get much more non-binary yeah. than that. Gumby's they have a newer junk. record, but I'm going to play this old one. And this then, is what is it? Songs. It's funny. And Gumby, what yeah. is a Gumby? Russian doll, Gumby's junk. Beauty Radio FM. <laughs> I got a human face. 
That is Gumby's Junk, Muni Radio FM, Russian Doll, Dog Face with a Human Body. We do have a loose dog out there. We got a lost dog, and um, we just had this person walk in right now, and it is an English Cocker Spaniel. It's a brown, white, tan, cream color cocker spaniel. Um, cute little dog. Uh, and last was seen on the corner of 17th and Folsom. That is near the bowling alley, I think. I don't know if I could confirm that. That is very close to Mission Bowl. And, um, yeah, um, it's potentially the dog may have i mean it wasn't found so the dog might have been clipped and is hanging out in the backyard somewhere so check your backyards there might be a little doggy back there um but anyways yeah so keep your eyes out um the best number to call for this the name of the dog is juno is the name of the dog and she is a shy dog um, so most likely not going to, you know, bite you or anything. The best number to contact for this lost puppy dog is 303-727-5980. Again, it was 303-720-5980. If you found a English Cocker Spaniel by the name of Juno, please let them know. So we, myself and Pam Bam- Benjamin, Hi. My multi-talented comedic guest. Oh, thanks, man. In the box with some C's candies, getting geared up for the open mic here after the show and for the comedy festival, which I can't tell you how excited I am. Woo. Last last year was really fun too. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I always have a really good time. Like, um, I think my favorite one was probably 2020, though, right before the pandemic. Oh, that's right. That. 
Yeah, that one was really great. There was um, that one was really great. I, I had a, I mean, I just had a, that. That year was the year where it felt like the way I wanted it to feel, like comedy summer camp. Like all these people met and were hanging out and be, became buddies, and like people from everywhere, everywhere. And we had so much fun and so many weird podcasts of just people talking and getting to know each other. And comedians are so funny. And you know, it's when you get in your own scene, things get insular and people get catty and doggy and mean and and things happen and you know people are in relationships and they break up and then there's secret things that there's all kinds of weird dramatic and then who's getting booked and who's not getting booked on what shows and what's happening all of that can 100% exist but when you do like a festival and everyone comes from outside you forget all that weird stuff of like your place in your group or in your scene and you're just a comic interacting with other comics and it's fun like it's fucking fun to party with comics because you all have something completely in common is that you're insane narcissists and you get up in front of people the hubris of you to get a fucking microphone and say words into it and be like and now laugh assholes it's your turn i said some words and now you respond with laughing right now go do it <laughs> okay thank you um yeah and there's such i mean and that there's infinite ways to get people to laugh and i but i loved in 2020 it felt like summer camp it just felt like i met all these people and i felt like like people were gonna like get together or something or we were gonna like spin the bottle or something we didn't but that's just like my dream of junior high summer camp i always wanted to be like the cool girl that people wanted to make out with <laughs> And, um, who didn't want I, to, right? You know. I wanted to be the cool girl like that. And I, and so now I sort of clamor after that feeling maybe that only stand up comedy can give, um, which is like standing up on stage and people affirming that you're an okay person and you deserve to be here. And, um, and you deserve to be on stage saying words. It, it's, it's great when the audience is like, yes, we like you. We want you. What you're saying, it's funny. We want more. You are funny. We like you. That, if that's what they're emitting to you, like from their body and their vibe and their fucking aura, then yeah. So that's what I'm after. Yeah, I just think it's so funny, you know, because I've been to a lot of these uh, open mics and I've really enjoyed them. And I've seen a lot of the same comedians you know, go and tell, you know, s the same jokes, but differently every time Sure. a little bit. And some, some places it really crushes. Like sometimes like a, one line here at a, you know, at last cafe, everyone is just laughing in tears and, you know, falling into their face first into their, you know, salad because they're laughing so hard. And then maybe at some other place, people miss the punchline. And it's just really funny. It's for me, it's entertaining because I'm able to see kind of like, okay, this person did the set here and it got this reaction and this person did a set here. And it was like, it was different. It was a different thing. It lands differently. I think everywhere. Yeah. Well, it depends. I mean, yeah, it depends on the audience and it depends. <sighs> but there's a thing and I finally kind of figured it out that you just have to, 
talk to the audience like for real and you can talk to them with your material but if you're doing material you have to be talking to them with material but if you're just talking they like it when they think it feels spontaneous even if it's a script and there's a way to do that and it's just confidence and so sometimes people have it and sometimes I have it and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't like the other night at Milk Bar at late night on Wednesday, I murdered it. And yeah, it's a stupid open mic on a Wednesday, but there were real people there that were not comedians and they were engaged and laughing at my jokes. And I had a good set. And it was like, I thought to myself after, fuck, it doesn't even matter. Like I had a really good set in front of who, what comics, like fucking open micers on a Wednesday. I mean, come on, Pam. So that's another one of those delusional things where it's like, I'm not going anywhere or doing anything. I'm at Milk Bar on a Wednesday. Like, I'm texting mm-hmm. right now with Connor, and he's like, do you want to do a Sunday? And I'm like, I got to get up at the punchline first before I accept a Sunday. Because it's I, I'm not going to accept a Sunday until I've gone up, because it's my turn. And I'm not going to miss the opportunity at punchline to do a set at Milk on a Sunday. Like, no. No. Anyway, it's, it's so silly. And none of it matters anyways. I mean... Or does it? Come on out, support live comedy, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> At the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Yeah, that I is. I gotta flip the ribs again. Oh yeah, flip the ribs. Yeah, we are barbecuing here at Mutiny, getting ready for the comedy battle open mic. <laughs> that one time we had judges, I just couldn't get over it. I thought it was great. It's like the Voice, except with comedy. And um, yeah. So there's just so many comedy events. Come check it check it out on our uh, link tree, Mutiny Radio SF. Donate to Mutiny Radio. Uh, come out to the Comedy Festival of October, and there are just shows going on every day. Except, I mean, well, Friday, Friday we have the open mic here, but there is something going on every day, except for maybe Sunday. Sunday might be the only day. Every other day, if you're freaking bored or feeling burnout, working from home and feeling cooped up, just come out to one of these mics. Um, it's been really fun. There's been some times where I've actually gone and paid a f- small fortune to go see comedy, and I've had just as good of, of a time, if not better time, at you know the bar on Dolores on Thursdays. Every was it first and third Thursdays. I mixed up my Thursdays at um, Boozland in the TL. That's um, second and fourth Thursdays. Um, So that would have been yesterday. And then Baby Blues Barbecue, which I'm not even... I actually am not even... I'm not even just making this up and being nice. I'm just being real. When I... First time I went to Baby Blues Barbecue was in 2016... And I went there, and I was fucking mind-blown. I had some of this uh, barbecue brisket. Um, The owner himself cooked it. Um, So it's Paul. I met him. Yeah, yeah, he's from Philadelphia. It's a family-owned barbecue place right on Mission and Presida. That is right across from El Rio. It's right in the prime right there. And I took my first bite of this brisket, and I was just hooked. I, I, it was so good. 
I went and bought a smoker. I went out and got a smoker the next day. And I have not looked back. I smoke up everything. Um, I actually had to get a pit boss uh, grill because my trigger was overly used and exploded. And uh, so I got this pit boss that just went out on me. So it looks like I'm on my third smoker in the past... Huh, how many years? I guess I'm not counting. Since 2017, four years. Oh, I guess I can't do math. That's five years. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I've got a really cool neighborhood thing going on uh, here at Mutiny Radio in the Mission District and also kind of the extension of Mission Bernal neighborhood in the St. Mary's Park. Um, feel very fortunate that our neighbors and community are supportive and coming out and to these events and um it's been really really fun and yeah i mean like this person just walked in with this lost dog sign and i mean that's just organic oh yeah i was gonna say you're talking about uh, pam was talking about working the crowd and um my favorite local comedian here far as crowd work is tony sparks I remember the first time that I seen him in a sports basement. Gosh, he was just, he was talking to all the, the audience and I feel like he was the perfect host for that brainwash. And um, I feel like if I was going to be a comedian, I'd want to be that that crowd worker. Uh, but th there's nothing funnier than, you know, pointing to a couple or, you know, a group of people in an audience and, and striking up a conversation with a hundred people there, it's <laughs> just like really funny. So, um, speaking of funny and dark and new dark wave, um, I'm going to play this track, um, by violent Vicky. This is one of my favorites and, um, it's called under the gun.
is Violent Vicky to the Media Radio Airwaves here on a Friday in the box. Kicking back with Pam Benjamin. Got the grill fired up outside. Got some C's candies and some water. Yeah. I was uh, with a friend over at O Devil Moon, neighbor of mine. And uh, I mean, I drank a tremendous amount of water yesterday. It was so hot. And I just am, you know, a logical, you know, thinker and mathematically, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I had this 12 ounce cup and I, I just drank it nonstop. I was probably having like three 12 ounce cups of water at every half an hour. And so when I put that together, I had calculated that I had drank in about three gallons of water. So five gallons of water, you know, those big jugs, the five gallon jugs that go on top that is five gallons. So three gallons would just be slightly less than that. Um, and I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm a waterholic. I guess I drink a lot of water. But um, yeah, I'm on my seventh bottle of 48-ounce. Actually, this is a 50-ounce um, bottle that I've been refilling all day. So I have to mathematically figure that out. Um but we're getting geared up for the comedy battle. I was going to uh, play this other local band. This is their uh, Sapo song. This song. This band is called Moms with Bangs. All the moms out there. Huh? This is a live recording.
That is Moms with Bangs. Wow, that rocked pretty hard. Try to figure out where I could find the Moms with Bangs next. Play next. Whew. It is a perfect temperature right now. I have had 748 ounce glasses of wine or um, water that is equivalent to 2.6 gallons of water. All right, we're going to play a little high energy rock and roll for you right now. That is Albie and the Breakfast Pigs. You're going to be playing at the Parkside tomorrow with Treasure and Dark 
satellite. That is going to be a fun thing. A lot of action happening at the park side this weekend. And we're going to have the tenderloin dogs. Ted Baby and what is the other band? I'm going to mess it up. Tender, you have me at Tenderloin Dogs. That's pretty fun. That's a fun band name. It sounds kind of punk, doesn't it? Some sort of a druggy compilation there. Ooh, ooh. People are honking, getting ready for it. Tucker Owen. That's right. Tucker Owen had played on the Salesforce Tower a couple weeks ago and met him. Great person. Hell of a guitar player. Great person. Uh, we're going to be doing some uh, backyard shows, um, some underground backyard shows in the East Bay. If you would like to know where the party is at, go ahead and message me directly or call in 415-550-0511, 415-550-0511. And it's this band that will be playing, this band will, will be playing at this house party tomorrow. One, two, three, four.
is the under trio going to be playing a house party tomorrow in the east bay message us if you would like to know the address if you are an east bay goer um yeah so turning up here with little hell tones getting geared up for the comedy battle here after the show it's going to be very silly a lot of funny people coming through here 21st and florida got the barbecue smoking outside just pulled some ribs and some um sausages off the grill pam benjamin herself and uh yeah this song is called when we're moving Hilltones live video radio fm
That is the Helltones. That is the Helltones. And we are winding down the end of the show here. We're going to be closing it out with some fresh, freshly cooked tracks right off the grill. And uh, getting geared up for... Really, really epic weekend. Sunk Lightning, that is my Candyman theme. 21st of Florida Muni Radio. Donate to Muni Radio. Get ready for the Comedy Battle coming up in the Comedy Festival next month. And we will be catching you next week.
One, two, three, four. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> International banking, diplomatic cables, nuclear missile launch codes all rely on unbreakable encryption. What if these codes were no longer secure? That nightmare scenario seems to be a reality. A shadowy underworld syndicate is auctioning off access to the world's encrypted secrets. The only plausible explanation for this ability? Someone has achieved the holy grail of code-breaking quantum computing. Veteran CIA agent John Clooney must track down the perpetrators and retrieve this technology for the U.S. government, and it's personal, as the Enigma brokers have already cost the lives of his fellow agents, perhaps including his partner. John Wessex's The Enigma Brokers is the first book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? 
I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> I was just leaving the theater. Convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with the white interior. And I started to do some thinking. And on the freeway, and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising. Saturday, noon to two. On the freeway. I am a total Hello, Blake. Henry! Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your, uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Has John Clooney's friend and ally become a dangerous enemy? Private investigator Anton Gruber has been CIA agent John Clooney's trusted aide. Clooney may have questioned Gruber's taste in cuisine, but never his loyalty, until Gruber double-crossed him. Escaping with his life, Clooney is sidelined while his superior attempts to discover how Gruber was compromised. The investigation delves into Gruber's astonishing past, from his unpleasant days as an East German border guard to life as a narcotics agent, from his time in the tango clubs of Buenos Aires to a trip up the Amazon in search of Nazi gold. John Wessex's The Prague Deception is the third book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Hey, Mutineers Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins, a local mission leather working shop. All original pieces handcrafted 
for you jackets, belts, purses, jewelry, everything made out of leather. You need your bicycle seat fixed. You want it in cool leather? Under can do it. You have a motorcycle that you want to fit out with side bags and cool stuff? Talk to Under. Go to SkinOnSkins.com. That's S-K-I-N-O-N-S-K-I-N-S.com. You just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather? Go see Under. Everything is handcrafted and understated quality. Fine leather handcrafted goods for all of your needs. He also does fixes. Maybe you love that jacket. He'll put the zipper back in. Talk to Under at SkinOnSkins.com at 20th and Mission. Check him out at SkinOnSkins.com. Volunteer for the San Francisco Food Bank. The San Francisco Food Bank releases on volunteers like you to help sort, package, and distribute healthy food to people in need in San Francisco. Each year, over 22,000 people contribute thousands of hours to fighting hunger in our community. This support will enable the SF Food Bank to distribute 43.5 million pounds of food this year. Enough for 93,000 meals every day. But they can't do it without volunteers. Visit www.sffoodbank.org slash volunteer. Again, www.sffoodbank.org slash volunteer. To find out how Contract killers have the DNA of people who are long dead. CIA agent John Clooney devises a dangerous plan to capture a shadow killer alive. Contract a hit on himself. John Wessex, The Shadow Killers, is the second book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Take a psychedelic circus journey to the dark side of the moon with Bow and Arrow Presents... Dark Side of the Circus, a psychedelic circus show 
set to Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Playing for one weekend only, September 16th through 18th at Dance Mission Theater. Tickets available now at darksideofthecircus.brownpapertickets.com. Mutiny Radio listeners can get a $25 ticket with promo code MUTINY420. Bow and Arrow will see you soon on the dark side of the moon. Attraction powers on the planet. 